Ladies and gentlemen, the questions you've all been asking are now being answered. Welcome to another edition of It's All About Who You Know, the podcast where influential people talk big topics in sports, faith, and more. Your host is a former Oregon State wrestler. He has a 4.9 star Uber rating and is currently undefeated in his MMA career. Here is Christian Robertson. Hey guys, what's up? Thank you so much for being here. Um, I really appreciate it. You know, before we get into the podcast, I just want to... Uh, oh, sorry, I'm stretching. I just, just give me a minute. I'm fasting, okay? I don't need your stuff right now. I don't need your crap. Don't leave a comment about the empty time and space that I'm leaving in the intro for this podcast. Uh, no, guys. Um, first of all, thank you for being here. Um, you know, Austin is a friend of mine, uh, soon to be teammate. We've trained together in the past, and uh, you know, I really uh, just wanted to talk to him, get him on the podcast, and engage with him a little bit. Um, so yeah, that that's that's coming up here in a second. Before it does, guys, I just wanted to uh, let you know that if you're listening to this. Um, also, I have a YouTube channel, uh, just my name, Christian Robertson. There will be a link for it in the description. But um, I would uh, appreciate if you go over there and subscribe. That helps me out a lot. Uh, that helps me pop out more content like this. It helps me do more interviews, um, you know, being able to, to finance this isn't easy. And, uh, you know, having more subscribers and having more watch time and getting people to buy the products that I try to hawk in their face is definitely a good thing. So, uh, yeah, go do that. Also, if you have not yet, um, if you're looking for a new clothing brand uh, in the times of this quarantine or, or whenever that will ship to you, I would highly recommend Actaware. Uh, again, there will be a link for that in the description, but Actaware is an amazing new clothing brand. They have amazing um, like yoga stuff. They've got um, they've got joggers, nice fitting t-shirts, um, yoga pants, tights, all kinds of stuff. Whatever you want, go check them out, guys. And if you use the promo code Barbell Robertson, capital B, you'll get 15% off. Uh, I just bought some stuff from from Acta. It's amazing. And uh, honestly, the shirt I got, I got like a tan shirt. It's probably the nicest shirt I have right now. I'd be wearing it right now. I would have worn it for my podcast, but uh, it's actually in the washer. I've worn it like two or three times this week. So I've had a few outfit changes with that. Um, But yeah, it's a great company. It's a great brand. And you guys should definitely go check it out. But uh, without further ado, guys, Austin, the gentleman, Vanderford. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, what's up? Can you see me? I can't see you. I can't. Okay, yeah, just a second. Can you see me now? Yeah, I got you, brother. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm good, man. Just uh, just got done with school um, and wrestling and everything, and then uh, yeah, I'm, I was planning to move up up to Portland in April. We'll see. We'll see how that all goes. Yeah, yeah, it'll you know it's, it'll take a little time. Hopefully, hopefully not too much. So, so how is so how is it up so, there? Yeah. What's, I mean, what's the deal? Like, what are you guys able to do? What's the gym doing for accommodation and everything? Just one second. Okay, Sorry. I got you now. Okay. Um, yeah, it's all well. It it it's kind of it's crazy, but. Uh, thankfully, you know, we've, we've kind of got a little gym bolt up here at the house. So we're, we're training here at the house and, uh, 
just trying to stay in and make sure that we do our part not to, not to go out and end up spread or whatever. And so, so yeah, we're really just, just staying in and we've been, been enjoying uh, our time together here at the house. Gotcha. Very cool, man. Is it, um, yeah. So do they have, like, I mean, obviously you guys don't, do you guys have any fights lined up that are getting canceled or anything like that? Or are you guys, your schedule is pretty clear. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I, uh, I have a, I've signed for a fight, uh, that I I can't even really disclose right now because uh, we never really got the chance to announce it. But uh, but I my opponent and I both did sign for it, and it's you know kind of in this time period, and and so we don't really know right now what uh, what's gonna happen. So um, we're just kind of taking it, I guess, day by day, and and uh, I ca- I kind of have a hard time uh imagining the fight going on still but uh but you never know and i want to be ready and and uh so i'm i'm doing everything i can to to be prepared and be ready and uh you know they're gonna need people to fill up the cards and stuff so so i want to be i want to be one of the guys who can who can jump right in and fight yeah so how is that working now because don't we uh is I mean Bellator still going on? Have they postponed any cards or anything? I don't I don't keep up with Bellator as much as I should. Yeah, they haven't officially uh, they haven't officially like announced any postponed fights yet. Oh, uh, yeah, I think their next card's May 9th, so they're probably I think they're probably holding out and, and waiting to see. But uh, but yeah, it's it's crazy, kind of wild time for sure. Yeah, how are you doing yeah. as far as like psyche goes, being being trapped in the house and everything uh good we we kind of like to keep to ourselves as it is and so you know and we uh yeah i mean really the the only difference is you know not going to team practices and whatnot but uh but kind of the benefit of being married to a professional (laughs) fighter as well you know we we can drill together and and do stuff so uh yeah so we've been We've been working out hard and and uh, doing a bunch of puzzles and just kind of kind of bunch of fun stuff. So I, I need to go to the store and get some Legos or something. It's just been like yeah, to get a puzzle, man. They're, we they're so we just started our our uh, third one right oh, really? now. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. I uh, I've been reading some books um, just with school and stuff. You just don't have a lot of time to be doing extracurricular stuff, you know. So now it's just like yeah. A, so- extended spring break are you almost. off are you off campus are you off campus um well so my i i had all online classes but i i just graduated so uh yeah but everybody we got a text yesterday because our coach so i don't know if you knew this but our coach got fired like the week yeah that, yeah the week that all this stuff went down so our coach gets fired and we're like okay well that's the worst thing that can happen and then the ncaa gets canceled and we're like oh well, that sucks. And then like everybody has to be quarantined and seasons over. It's just like, bro, it was the it was a weird week for sure. And I mean, I wasn't even competing yeah. anymore, but like most of the guys are, you know, freshman sophomore and it's just tough like watching them cuz like they were so, you know, they were recruited and given a chance by this coach and then now it's like, what do we do? And then yeah. You know, you yeah. see in the guys that are going to nationals and have a chance to be all Americans and, and that's just like taken away. It's yeah, it's really weird. So yeah. Um, but so we were, I mean, we were able to use the facilities, 
uh, and me and my buddy had gone and worked out a few times and, uh, I'm actually fasting right now, so I'm not working out, um, this week, but, uh, but yeah, they sent us a text yesterday when I was over there that, um, we're not even allowed to use the facilities anymore. And so like, oh, every, everything's like, you know, shut down. And, and I saw something that was like, you know, you can even be arrested if you're caught in like certain places at this point. Yeah. That's what I heard too. Yeah. It's, uh, starting at like at midnight last night or, or this morning. Yeah. It's crazy. Yep. Crazy wild time, but you know, everyone's just got to, sorry, say that again. I think the connection's a little bit shaky. A little quicker. Sorry. Oh. One yeah. Let me get my... All right, I see it again. All right, cool. What'd you say? I said, yeah, just, you know, everyone's just... It's important everyone does their part, and, and uh, hopefully we can slow it down and, and everyone can get back to, you know, normal, their regular lives a little sooner than later. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I think, uh, like, Wuhan... Um, I've heard like some good things like Wuhan and then uh, India and stuff. They're they're having some pretty good ramifications towards it, and all the hospitals that they made are shutting down. So hopefully it's all just precaution yeah. and not fear. But I don't know. I was watching the other day. I saw the uh, or today I saw the like the um, the governor of New York is you know he's been pretty vocal and is freaking out. So I don't know. I mean I think it's pretty bad in New York right now. So which is yeah yeah. So, um, so yeah, I wanted to talk to you, uh, just a little bit also about your background. I mean, we'll get off the, the quarantine stuff just because it's, you know, it's kind of oversold at this point, but, uh, um, yeah. so you, so I, I didn't know this or I don't, I don't know. Where did you wrestle in high school? So I, I grew up in Alaska. So I did my, okay. my high school wrestling in Alaska. Yeah. And that's kind of, that's where I got my start at. Gotcha. Now what, so you, okay. So just, uh, for anybody listening that doesn't know, so you grew up wrestling, uh, how did you do in the state of Alaska? I imagine you were a couple times state champ. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I was a couple times state champ. I won state my junior and senior year, okay. uh, my freshman and sophomore year, I played. I think I got, I think I got sixth both my freshman and sophomore year. So, um, my, you know, I, I had, I had came in to, I, I had started off. Uh, you know, I, I grew up. I started wrestling when I was five, so I did all the club wrestling, mm-hmm. and I, I had uh, went to regionals and and. Uh, you know, all that growing up in, in the club, on the club scene and, and everything. And, uh, yeah, so I, I got into high school and actually it was kind of, a, a transition from freestyle and Greco to, to folk style. Uh, I really preferred wrestling like freestyle and Greco. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, I remember hating folk style cause I, I never really did any folk style wrestling until my, until I guess my, seventh and eighth grade year in middle school and whatnot and uh yeah but um yeah you know had a a successful career in alaska and uh yeah i kind of from there i wasn't really sure what i wanted to do for school i had i had only had i think one i got one offer uh and that was 
mainly because the what he was going to be the head assistant coach uh, at the school at the time. It was a D2 school in North Dakota, I believe. And uh, he had previously, my senior year, been an assistant coach uh, for a team in Alaska. And so he had seen me and, and all that and, and uh, wanted me to go go wrestle uh, for his school and whatnot. But uh, and I, I wasn't really up for it. We, we just didn't really have a big, you know, we didn't get a whole lot of notoriety or a whole lot of yeah. views uh, being from Alaska and stuff. So so didn't didn't really have a ton of opportunities coming out of high school. Now, but you ended up going to Southern Oregon, right? And you, yeah, yeah, and that was kind of a that was a man a, a last second like yeah, I I think school was starting maybe three weeks from when I enrolled and and uh, I messaged the coach down there, Mike Ritchie, who actually had just retired to you know a week ago. Yeah, I saw that. Been a long time coach down in Southern Oregon. Uh, yeah, I, I shot him an email and said, "Hey, I, you know, these are my credentials. I'm, I'm interested in, in wrestling for you guys. Uh, you know, I know it's kind of short notice, and you know, so, so all the scholarships were taken up at that point. He said, "Yeah, you know, I'd love to, to have you, but you know, you're, you're gonna have to be a walk on, and, and uh, we don't have any scholarships uh, open at the time. And uh, yeah, so you know, come and." walk onto the team and, and uh, see how you do from there. So that's kind of how I ended up there. Gotcha. And then you, your, so your senior year you won and then, is that right? Your senior year you won? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, so actually I started off redshirting my freshman year and then about midway through the season, we had a really good team that year and, uh, like midway through the season, I I was I was starting to really get the better of the the varsity guy at my weight. I think I was 165 that year, and he was a senior and and whatnot. But uh, you know, he it was that was kind of like the one hole in our lineup. So mm-hmm. uh, we were I was actually home for Christmas, and uh, I think it was like Christmas Day, and and our coach called me and said hey i need you to to come back the the very next uh the day after christmas because i want you to wrestle off uh and i'm gonna pull your red shirt and uh you know so i was like oh it it was kind of a double-edged sword at 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 one hand i was like yeah this is really awesome you know i'm gonna potentially go in and and be in the starting lineup but then on the other hand i was like man but i'm gonna get my red shirt pulled and, yeah. and uh you know and that's a valuable thing in, in college so uh but i elected to do that and uh you know it turned out to be good because we we had won nationals as a team that year uh at, from a team standpoint it turned out to be good uh individually i don't think i was quite ready to compete at yeah. that national at the national level yet and i didn't do as well as i felt like i I could have, but uh, you know, it was it was really special to be a part of the the team team title and and all that. So so it was cool. So that was my freshman year. My sophomore year, uh, I came in and I had gotten a taste of everything, and and uh, you know, I I felt I I was doing really well. I I think I beat the 
I beat the guy who was the nat- returning national champ the year before, and then uh, I went to I went to double overtime with the uh, with the guy who was also the national champ the year before in a different weight class. So I was I was right in the mix. Um, I think I was I think I was like seated fourth or something uh, at nationals, but a week before nationals, I broke my elbow. Oh, and, geez. Uh, yeah, I I dislocated my my elbow and and uh you know I still tried to go on and, and wrestle at nationals but I I ended up having the injury default out but uh yeah it, and that was a tough one because the the guy who the guy who won nationals that year I had beaten you know twice during the season and I I really felt like I was right there I was peaking at the right time and, yeah you know just but just a freak freak situation so gotcha. And then was that was that the year that Story made the finals? Were you and Story no, teammates? He, he's yeah, yeah. He was uh, he was there before me. So okay, okay. I think yeah, I think maybe my freshman year, Rick had been already out for like two years. Maybe. Oh, gotcha. Okay, okay. For some reason, I thought you guys were a year ahead, or he was a year ahead of you. But how how old are yeah. you? Twenty eight. I just turned thirty. You just turned thirty. Okay. Yep. Just turned thirty. So. How, old, how old is Paige? Paige is going to be twenty six on Thursday. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, and so then, um, well, how'd your junior year go? Uh, junior year, I was good. You know, I same same thing. I had a, uh, um, so the guy who had won nationals the year before, you know, when I broke my elbow, we were in the same weight class. I beat him in the the regular season. Uh, I made it to the semifinals at nationals and I wrestled him and, uh, I think we went to like, uh, we went to like three overtimes and he, he beat me. Um, so it it was, it was kind of a tough, you know, I made it to the semifinals and, and, uh, he'd beat me in like third overtime or or whatever. Yeah. So, but it, it was good. So I, you know, I all American that year and, uh, and then fortunately my senior year, I, I came and, and uh, had a good good year and a, a good national tournament and end up winning nationals. So. Gotcha. Now, did you know when you were in college and high school that you wanted to be a fighter, or is that something that came later? How did that work? Yeah. You know, I always really loved kind of, of fighting, and I think I – are you there? Yeah. yeah. Go. My family was always a big fan, yeah. and, uh, you know, we always talked about it, but uh, – but I had never really been around. Uh, I had never like been to a live fight. I'd never seen, uh, you know, like a fight, uh, a training session, and and all that. And I, I don't think I really realized like how how brutal it was at first. So, um, but I I I definitely you know I was always a rough kid, and and uh, I always had a lot of fun and uh, with fighting and, and and doing all that stuff. So. You know, I always thought it was a, a possibility, but uh, but the opportunity just kind of came to me, and and uh, you know, I I was able to go on from there. Gotcha. Now, did gotcha. the did the tattoos they come before or after fighting? Uh, I actually I got my first tattoo when I was fourteen. I was just telling the story about that last night. So. I was I was, I was gonna ask. I was gonna guess sixteen, but uh, fourteen. That's yeah, yeah. I started getting uh, tattoos early. Uh, 
you know, it's kind of an expensive habit. So for, you know, you got to be, you got to have a good income to, to get a bunch of them. So, um, yeah, so, you know, I've slowly, slowly started filling out and, and all that. But if, if I had a choice right now, my whole body would probably be tattooed. So are you going to get face tattoos? No, no face tattoos. Okay. All right. All right. We'll keep it. We'll keep it civil there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll skip out on the face ones. Now, do they all mean something, or some of them you just walk in, you're like, I want that one, or? Yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of there's a a mixture of of both. Yeah, some of them mean something, and then a lot of them I just like the the look. I like the art. Um, I've been really into like the American traditional art right now, and so or for the past couple of years. So I've got a guy. Uh, the guy who does all my tattoos we're we're working on you know filling out and and all that stuff but uh but yeah not a whole lot of significant meaning uh to i would say the majority of them i just like the way they look and and i like the art so gotcha how does Paige feel about them obviously she likes them enough to marry you but what is uh what was her first impression of of you just like wow this guy's got a lot of tattoos yeah, well, actually, when we first got together, I didn't really have all that many. I I had most of like my right arm done and and uh, all that. I've gotten, I would say, I've gotten like eighty percent of my tattoos after we were together. But but she likes it. She she helps me out with ideas and and all that. And I mean, I I know she's got some that she loves more than others and and all that. But uh, yeah, it, it's kind of fun. She likes uh, she likes to help me out on on uh picking stuff out gotcha i saw your uh your post the other day or maybe it was her post but dylan danis was it really dylan that had the gofundme to get your neck tattoo <laughs> no we don't really know but i i don't think it was but you know we never we don't know for sure. <laughs> how did you find that you were just looking or what what was the what was the deal there yeah actually, actually uh a few months ago i think when it first came out uh one of my buddies said my buddies on the give me crap about just everything you know and so i think one of them had found it and they had sent it to me and said you see this and you know gotta laugh but uh we then we saw it uh you know we were doing our puzzles and uh we busted busted one out and uh or our first one out we're like man what should we do with this and so we actually autographed it and uh we set up a gofundme for a for an organization here in Portland for, uh, for kids or, or whatever. And, uh, we, we had sent it to a fan who had like entered in the, the contest or whatever. So, but we were on GoFundMe and, uh, and that's how we found it. I, I don't know how we stumbled upon it, but we were like, Oh, look at this. <laughs> and so, yeah, pretty, pretty funny situation. I saw that there wasn't any money in it. So people, People obviously like the the neck tattoo. Yeah, yeah, they like it enough. Yeah, so. Well, yeah. it's good. You're in the you're in the the one profession where it's you know I mean not one profession but it's it's pretty acceptable to have tattoos and as, yeah. especially with like the culture like tattoos are just kind of being the norm. I remember my mom yeah, always yeah. said like don't get anything like on your arms or like make sure you can see it like you can't see it with a shirt and that's kind of going away these days you know. I lose you again. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I kind of went. I, oh yeah, I can you can you hear me now? Yeah, I got Good. you. 
Is it your connection yeah. or my connection that's bad? Uh, I don't know. Huh. Um, yeah, I think I'll try to hook up. Is, I'll, is good, but we'll we'll, just, we'll we'll keep we'll keep we'll keep rolling with it. Um. Yeah, it's all good. I yep. wanted to ask you this because I think, and you've probably answered this question a million times, but you kind of stumbled on it. But how did you and Paige meet? So we we met. Uh, we actually met at the gym. So. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a quick rundown of the story. So I had just made my pro debut, um, and I was I was at a really small team down in Southern Oregon because it was you know in the same town as where I had, was going to school and whatnot. Uh, so you know I knew to make the next jump up, I needed to to go to a bigger team and and all that. And I kind of had some connections. Uh, to at the time it was Gracie Baja. Uh, mm-hmm. I knew Channel Train there. I knew, you know, a bunch of guys like that. And uh, so uh, I reached out to the head coach and said, "Hey, you know, I I would love to be a part of the team. Um, I can't make a full time move to Portland quite yet because I still gotta, you know, get things straightened out. And uh, you know, I I need a place to live. And and financially, I wasn't gonna be able to." drop everything and, and move into Portland right away. So, uh, fortunately I had a buddy who had a spare room and at the time. And so, um, I was still working down in, in, uh, Southern Oregon. So I would work for like three, I was personal training. So I'd personal train like all day for like three days. And then I'd come up to Portland. I'd stay here in Portland for like four days. And, and I was driving, commuting back and forth. And, uh, uh, I got hooked up with a strength and conditioning coach who Paige happened to be working with as well. So was it, know, uh, would, was it Shalovsky? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I would, uh, I would leave, I would leave Southern Oregon at like four in the morning or whatever Jeez. to drive up to Portland to, uh, do like a nine or nine thirty training session. But I would always try to leave a little early because Paige was first and then we worked out next. So I'd always try to leave a little early so I could get there and see Paige, you know, before uh, before my session. And uh, and it worked out for me. So uh, we had met and, and uh, yeah, I think we, we ended up uh, maybe like the first – it, it might have been a couple weeks after I'd been uh, commuting. Uh, the FCFF had some fights – they they had the local fights trail show and uh, uh, I knew she was going and I wanted to go as well and and trail uh, kind of hooked us up we Paige and I both kind of put the bug in his ear or whatever and he hooked us up <laughs> with seats next to each other coincidentally and and yeah, uh, coincidentally yeah and it was it, it's and it's made for a great love story and how long ago was that that was what five years ago. No, we we're going on our second year of being married. That was like three years ago. I think oh, we've really? been together for like three years. Yep. Okay. So. so you so when did so okay so you're thirty. How old were you when you started yep. training MMA? When you like started training? Man, twenty five or twenty six, I think. So you had a couple years outside of. What were you doing in between college and MMA? Uh, I, I was the I was the head assistant coach down at Southern Oregon for two years. Oh, so, really? Yeah, yeah. And I uh, 
and during that time, you know, I, I was somewhat taking a break from competing. I was still wrestling in like open tournaments and, and stuff and then training with the team and, and whatnot. But yeah, I, I, I went on. So really my, after my senior year, I had won nationals and, and, uh, and from there I was like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to go into fighting. Well, uh, I started training. I think I trained like a month after nationals were over. I trained for a month and then I was taking a, I, I took a amateur fight. Um, I got there and the guy never showed up to, to Wayne's or whatever, you know? So I, I, I never got, never got to fight. And, uh, and then I went back home to Alaska to fish for the summer. And, and then I came back and I was like trying to get a fight, but I couldn't get one. Um, and so I was like, well, whatever, I, maybe this just isn't for me. And so, so then I took like two years away from, from really doing anything. And, and then I, I jumped back into it and, uh, it took a long time to, to get a fight. Actually, I, I'd have a lot of guys like cancel out and, uh, I ended up taking a fight on like 20 hours notice or something like less than a day's notice. And that's how I made my amateur debut. And, and, uh, and that kind of got kicked, kind of kickstarted me, you know, to, to my career. So what was, what do you think? You think guys just pulled out cause they knew you, your wrestling pedigree and stuff. Yeah. You know, there's a, it, it's tough to, to get, it's tough to get a fight uh from yeah you know being a wrestler and stuff and and really in hindsight i i you know for me the the experience was uh perfect you know like having a a little bit of an amateur career or whatever and i think that was important so um but you know i was i was trying to fight locally and in california and in oregon and and uh yeah you know a lot of guys just don't want to want to fight a wrestler and and uh you know especially one that has got some good accolades and stuff it's tough to to, it's tough to to get a fight sometimes and you know yeah do you so do you need to go amateur is that like uh because i've been i mean i've been talking to people i like so obviously i'm trying to map out you know what i'm gonna do and yeah and how i'm gonna do it um like so how does that look like starting out obviously you know, I just talked to Brandon the other day. He actually came to the wrestling room and spoke to the team. Yeah. But um, yeah, he said I could have a fight by the end of the year. So how does that like? How does that work? What like? Yeah, I you know I I would encourage I would encourage guys to to at least do one or two amateur fights. And yeah, I mean we we uh we got a couple guys. Uh, there's a guy on the team right now who's. A stud like a, a great wrestler and uh you know he's had a couple hiccups in his amateur career and uh you know because when you turn professional you know your your record is zero it, zero uh, that's your yeah but you know that's that's going to be your record for the rest of your career and uh you know not that record is everything but you know it's it's tough and i think i think today's mma is so much different than well it's obviously so much different than you know 10 years ago or or even five years ago like you know guys guys don't get the amount of fights as as you see like ed herman and chael like early on in their careers where they're fighting like every month or whatever uh 
you know, right now guys are uh, fighting like once every four months or five months, and and uh, and so you need to have a, a fairly spotless record to uh, to get into a big show or, or something like that, you know. So um, so I think it's important to to be smart about your career and. Uh, and I think taking like one or two amateur fights is a is a wise move. You, even if even if you are a, a stud wrestler and and all that, you know, and we kind of saw we've kind of seen that with uh, like Aaron Pico. Pico. You know, he's I man, he's he's I it, still in my opinion, he's still one of the brightest prospects in MMA for sure. Yeah. But uh, you know, he got thrown to the wolves right away and. Uh, and you see like what it's done to his career so far and and uh you know a guy like that should should be 10 and 0 right now 9 and 0 for and, sure uh, you know and so so there there's a learning curve for sure in in MMA and and uh all the all the experience is is super valuable yeah so okay then let me ask you this how do you cuz you know we see a guy like Aaron Pico who gets real comfortable with his hands and yeah. he's four and three. Has he? If he stays, if he sticks with his wrestling, you know his record's probably a little bit better. He, it's just a better game plan, in my opinion. You avoid a lot of damage. How does how does a guy like you, um, like how do you maintain that balance of also you know using your hands, using your feet, but also sticking to like what you've done your entire life? Yeah, well, I I think it comes down to the uh, the experience and the you know the comfort comfortability and and whatnot uh you know all, all these fights do start off on their feet and so it is important to to have that and to be able to uh utilize all your tools but but in my it, my game plan is you know i regardless of what i think of the other guy my game plan is to go in use my hands and my my kicks and knees to to close a different distance and i want to take a guy down and uh you know and i think i think we've seen with guys like habib and and guys who have a really good uh top game that you know you can be exciting and you can be fun to watch uh and still be a wrestler and and all that and and you know i think i think the fans the fans want to see knockouts but they want to see blood and and uh you know stuff like that and i think you can do a lot of damage to uh, a person on top and utilizing your elbows and, and whatnot. So, um, you know, I, my game plan is to go in and, and, uh, demoralize somebody. And, and, you know, I really want to make somebody feel helpless, uh, on, on the ground and whatnot. And so, um, but you know, it's also too, I've been in fights where I've felt really comfortable on my feet and I felt, uh, you know, I can, I can keep it standing and, you know, I've gotten, I've gotten a couple knockouts doing that as well. So, uh, it's a fine line, but I think it all comes back to getting the experience and, and learning. Gotcha. Man, how's, uh, how's Bellator treating you? They doing good? You like yeah, it? Really well, yeah, I really, I, I love Bellator. I'm, I'm super fortunate the way everything's worked out in my life and, and, uh, yeah, I'm really excited to keep building up and you know hopefully in the in this next year i'm gonna be fighting for a title i saw the uh they had the uh 
I voted for you to to fight for the vacant title. So, yeah. so how does that work? Did the did the champ? Who was the champ? Was it uh, at 185 for Bellator? It was Rafael Lovato Jr. and he unfortunately had some health health issues and and uh, had to vacate the title and gotcha. And uh, gotcha. so I think the number one contender was Gegard Mousasi, and uh, and then Douglas Lima, who's the welterweight champ. You know, wanted that double champ status and and uh moved up to to 185 to to fight Gegard and, and and you know in all reality that's that's the that's the best fight right now you know for for that weight class but you know I I truly feel like I'm on my way up to that yeah. and you know I I feel like I feel like I'm going to be in a position here in the next year where you know I want people to say that you know i'm i am the one who deserves you know i should be fighting that that fight because that's the fight everyone wants to see so um i think at this very moment in time i think i think it's fair that lima and, and musasi are doing it but mm -hmm. uh but i think in a year i'm definitely gonna be that person yeah so uh, so what how much of that like getting that fight how much of that for you and bellator is you know your skill set and then like your popularity obviously you know you've grown a huge following over the last couple of years um, yeah you know you're married to Paige. like all these things are kind of coming together for you and then you beat the shit out of every single person you fought so, yeah. Like, at, yeah at what point like are you just focusing on your skills are you calling guys out like are you bringing um you know the popularity and the skill together or like is there one thing you're focusing on more than the other uh, just my skill. I, I only, I solely focus on my skill and my training and, and, uh, I think everything else comes together as it is organically and, and naturally, uh, my whole career, I haven't been really a guy to call people out and, uh, it's just not really my, my thing. I'm not, I'm not super comfortable with it. Uh, so, you know, I feel like, you know, like you said, just go out, try to beat the shit out of people. And, and that, and my actions speak a lot louder than my words will. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I really let, like I said earlier, you know, my game plan, I, I want to demoralize somebody. And, uh, so I, you know, I think if I continue to do that, um, you know, that you can't really deny me of, of what, what should come from that. Gotcha. That's awesome, man. Well, uh, Dude, I'm first of all, thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate it. Uh yeah. I've enjoyed it and I'm you know, hopefully this stuff blows over so we can be teammates sooner rather than later. Yeah, man. I know I I miss you up here. So hopefully yeah, so, hopefully you you know, I it give it a couple months or a month or, or whatever and you know, as long as everyone's doing their part, it's gonna slow down and, and we're gonna get back to normal life. For so. sure. So um well yeah, man, I appreciate you. Um is there any uh closing remarks any advice any any uh any morals any bible verses anything that you'd like to leave with everybody no you know just uh you know in, in times like this just you know being a good person and and uh you know keeping your morals straight um you know but but i i also think it's important for you know everyone's got to remember their goals as well you know and and what what they want in life and and uh it, it it's the the times are trying for sure but uh you know we'll, we're all gonna get through it together and uh you know for an athlete or you know anyone 
just uh, keeping that drive and in, in your mind in the right set and and uh, you know really keep those goals and aspirations alive and and doing whatever you can at the moment to to uh, keep it going and and all that. I think that's really important. Awesome man, awesome, awesome. Man. awesome. Thank you, brother. Um, yeah. Have a good day. Tell Paige I said hi. I'll see you guys soon. All right. All right, man. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you so much, buddy. Bye. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you coming. Uh, I appreciate Austin for being on the show. I really enjoyed the podcast. Uh, hopefully all this stuff blows over soon enough so we can be teammates and and uh, I can punch him in the face. I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, I will be punching him in the face, but I'm not. I don't look forward to the pain I will inflict on him. No, I'm just kidding. Austin's a stud. Uh, that dude is going to be Bellator and UFC champ one day if he wants to. I mean, he's just a... I remember being in the gym. I was like, this is the best guy we got here. Um, so, you know, having that interaction, being able to be friends with that guy is pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, I, it was a fun time today. So, if I sound a little groggy or, or anything, I know you're not supposed to say, you know, give any disclaimers. You know, if you're speaking, if you're... You know, on stage, you're not supposed to say I'm super nervous, but I'm almost two days into my fast. I haven't eaten. So if you guys didn't know, I'm doing a five-day fast. I haven't eaten in 40 hours. So it's been uh, it's been real fun. Not really. But um, see, so yeah, I'm feeling it a little bit there. Uh, I'm probably not going to do any more podcasts this week just because lack of energy. It's hard to... To have a presence and be, um, just be energetic when uh, when you don't have the thing that gives you energy, which is food. So, but guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you haven't yet, go over to my YouTube channel and subscribe there. Watch the videos, uh, vlogs every Thursday now uh, that I'm done with school until further notice. And uh, also go check out ActoWare. Link in the description, guys. Best clothing brand on the market, in my opinion. So, God bless you guys. But I think we're done here.